I'm a slit your throat, fuck you like a goat. Tell your force, get off, and make it win a coat. Peace. It's the Review Do podcast with uh, your boy Rap Critic and, and a couple of special guests since we're um, going through this uh, Wayne's Brothers wing of the podcast. Uh, decided to, you know, ask on a couple of guests to help me uh, uh, with each movie. And today we've got three black geeks, please. Well, we've got two of the three of the black geeks. Uh, introduce yourself and, you know, all your socials and shit. Uh, I'm CJ, uh, social is, uh, on Twitter is at CJ Wizgeek. That's my personal one. The tall guy that you see in the picture, if you, uh, follow us on, uh, Facebook, on our Facebook fan page and at our Twitter at Three Black Geeks. Hi, what's up, y'all? This is DJ Sue, Three Black Geeks. Uh, I'm the short one, the one that always seemed to have been missing Whenever these two go to turn, uh, go to uh, events and stuff, and they're like, "Where's the third one at?" <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the obligatory ninja of the group. So you, you guys are like nerd. Uh, you and uh, you and the other one like uh, um, fucking Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, and you're like fucking the <laughs> the guy who's on the album covers. But like, what does he do though? <laughs> <laughs> he just, uh, he's the sort of hype man, but not really the hype man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Black Nerd Japan. That's a BLK Nerd Japan, all one word. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Dewan Productions. That's D-E-J-U-A-N Productions. And Tsunami. It's spelled in lead speak, but honestly, if you look up one of the uh, you look up one of the names, you can find the other. It's real simple. And uh, today we are looking at one of the quintessential uh, Wayne's Brothers film, like the thing that people know when you talk about the Wayne's Brothers. Like it's either in living color or this. So this is like the big movie, the big the big send up of uh, a genre of the time. You know, all throughout the '90s, there was the 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 slasher flick and how it had come to its apex, especially uh, going out of the '80s into the '90s. So you know, who who better to to take it down a peg than uh, the brothers responsible for uh, you know one of the best sketch comedy shows of the 80s and 90s you know what i'm saying this is, this is a movie that i went oh to the goodness. theaters to go see um it, it definitely kicked off a genre that the uh, studios definitely ran into the goddamn ground <laughs> ran into the ground I mean, ran into the ground more like so no, funny. It didn't just, no it, it didn't just get ran into the ground <laughs> it, it was burrowed ran. into the ground it, it was no it was ran into the ground it reached the center of the earth and came out the other end. I mean, it's just like I've never <laughs> like I, you know we did not not a team movie was it last year I believe or it might have been year before, and I made the point that like mm. I felt like not another team movie scary movie one and scary movie two were like the quintessential movies that actually nailed how you you're do so right parody movie yeah. right. And it just felt afterwards, and even with Scary Movie 3 onward, it just felt like they just kind of stepped away from what made the movies good in each sequel. And then other movies like Disaster Movie and Epic Movie. and, and it was Dance Flick. Oh yeah, they, they, they weren't involved in any of the movies after Scary Movie 2. If you really think about it though, when it comes to Dance Flick... I personally don't, I never really felt the need for them to even make that movie because they already had a dance movie that was a parody of itself, and that was You Got Served. That's the, Yeah, that was the weird part. Right? <laughs> you Got Served was unknowingly parodying itself. It's like, so you're just making fun of yourself in B2K, huh, Marcus Houston? All right, cool, I guess. I mean, you know. And also, didn't it feel a little late by the time they did it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, B2K yeah. was pretty like, much done. 
<laughs> basically. Yeah, because, like, Scary Movie was at the apex of, like, horror movies of that type. Like, yeah, yeah, I flicks. think Scream 3 had come out earlier that year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, Dance Flick, like, 2009, where, like, the dance movies really coming out at that point? I, I, I'm trying to remember. I think, no, um... Uh, step up. That was the only. Scene yeah, I was gonna really say doing, uh, doing anything. I was about. Point. I was just about to say. Yeah, I was just, yeah. I was about to say that when it came to uh, when it came to dance movies, you had the step ups and the stomp the yards, and that was really all they had to like hold up. Well, wait, when did Save the Last Dance come out? That was. That was. Yeah, 90s. Save the Last Dance that was like two thousand. Yeah, okay, that was, that yeah, was really two thousand. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I was thinking yeah. of the other movies. Pretty much step up and, uh, yeah, it was it was mostly step up. And uh, and stomp the yard. I think yeah, stomp the yard was supposed to be getting. A, it was supposed to be getting a sequel around mm-hmm. the time Dance Flick was coming out. Yeah. Just, Why did that movie do actually, a sequel? I I, I liked uh, the parody that Robot Chicken did uh, better with the you know we dress like thugs but we're keeping it clean. <laughs> Young black people on a rhythm team. You know, I like mean, they just did it perfectly. And I mean, scary movie. It was perfect because you're coming out in 2000 and like you said. Like, Scary Movie 3 was... The, I mean, why say Scary Movie 3? Screen 3 had came out, and it was still doing a young adult yeah. slasher flicks. Like, I think, what was it? The uh, the other one with uh, um, Anthony... Uh, Anthony um, uh, him and stuff. It was... Um, anyways, it was a slasher flick. Anthony Anderson was in it, and I forgot what it was, but, like, he was in it. So, the, yeah, it was... It was it hit that apex. It was a perfect time to period it, easily. When I rewatched it, I was like... This this movie's actually still pretty funny and stuff. Granted, there's some jokes that it ain't gonna fly today, but was still funny to me. Yeah, they did not age well in some capacity. <laughs> I mean, this man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. I, I like. It's one of those things. Like I remember even at the time being like. No, something doesn't feel right. Like, you know, the transgender community would have went ape shit on this movie. I'll, I'll say that much. But. I think man. anything is better than Ace Ventura, though. Oh man, like I, <laughs> that whole soundtrack for this movie—I forgot Eminem and Voice actually did a song for this damn movie. Wasn't that Bad Meets oh Evil? My yeah, God. Bad, Bad Meets Evil. I, for, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. I was like, wow, I forgot about that. Damn. And, and it's one of those things where you're like, holy shit, like Wayne's Brothers were like on the fucking pulse of like dope-ass hip-hop at the time <laughs> when you think about it because like the Eminem, that was like 99, right? Like that was, I'm, nah, he was like a big deal at that point, but. Bloodhound Game. Yeah, which yeah. I'm like, uh, I wasn't a fan of Bloodhound Game, but I knew people that would listen to him and I'm like, all right, man, I guess <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> Do you guys remember, like, actually at the end, they actually had the rap song play that, uh, the, the scary, uh, ghost dude does? <laughs> There's, like, a whole other song? Yeah, yeah, where he's like, I hack off your head, and that's just a start. I make a me- scary, scary movie, make, make a, make a new remake of <laughs> Dude, this, the fact that he rapped that shit, and you heard him literally killing the guys and stuff, and then just, again, yeah. old, old boy looking around like... That was dope as shit. I'm like, your, your boys got killed, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. Hey, look. When you're, hey, look. When you're stoned out of your mind, you, I don't think it really matters. Oh my god! Like, just and also too, the crazy thing about this movie too is that the amount of cameos wasn't as ridiculous as it was when you got the like scary movie three and stuff. Like, you had like, was it Carmen Electra? Although I think it's hilarious. Like, I never made the connection that she was supposed to be in high school with them as well because. You know, she's fucking Carmen Electra. Yeah, it's Carmen Electra. <laughs> it's like timeless. You know what's kind of funny? 
But yeah, I just thought, yeah, I thought it was so funny. You know, you see the next day, they're like, oh, yeah, the, the, this uh, fellow teenager died. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's been around since at least the 80s. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about that critic is uh, Carmen Electra dies. And then we're introduced to uh, Shannon Elizabeth. It's as if this movie was trying to tell us we can only afford one hot chick at, like in this movie. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but I think that was also telling of Especially Hollywood. Especially with the way she's introduced. <laughs> anyway. No, I was saying that was a trend in Hollywood. That was a trend in Hollywood. You can only have one hot one. Oh, you yeah. can have one average one, get one hot <laughs> one. But then that didn't make any sense to me because I always thought that uh, Drew Barrymore was hot. And then you had uh, Neff Campbell in the movie. And I thought, like, wait, that's more than one. You know, <laughs> but whatever, whatever. <laughs> that one lyric from the scary movie song, he says, I'm a slit your throat, fuck you like a goat, tear your foreskin off and make a winter coat. I, I remember even as a kid being like, I, I don't think there's that much skin available to make a full coat. <laughs> hey, Buffalo Bob, you have anything to say? Puts the lotion on the skin. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, all right, we got everything we need. <laughs> got everything we need, but yo, but like I mean, the, the jokes at the beginning, like okay, again, I'm I, I can be ju- I have a juvenile. We all have a juvenile sense of humor. I'm sorry, right, I, right. I laugh my ass off when she's talking to old boy farts, and he was like, "What was that noise?" Oh, I'm sorry, I farted. No, what was the other noise? Oh, it's popcorn. I was like, okay, that was actually pretty funny. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I like, right, that's funny. Oh no, yeah, th- that I thought that whole scene was great, especially with the the fake prince reveal. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, you're, he's like, oh, my boyfriend's black and he'll kick your ass. You mean the one that wears makeup and dresses like a woman? <laughs> and then it turns on the lights in the back and it's prince. <laughs> Help! I'm like. No. Now you want no see, hey, a critic, hey, critic, you know that's the somebody's a good sport. No, hold up, wait, no. See, seeing the fake prints was funny. You don't want to know what's even funnier? The work print version of that scene. I never seen the work print what? version. Oh, y'all never seen the work nope. print version of scary movie? Nope. What? What happened? <laughs> oh, I get spicy. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, dude wasn't even Prince. It was Dennis Rodman with a really bad wig. <sighs> I mean, I mean, let's be real. It was like, Anytime it, the it was like it was this curly fro, but it was like over curly and shit. The, the, yeah. the Jufro with color. That's what it was. I mean, but like every, like everything else, the guy, uh, what's the old boy's name? The not Jake Busey, that dude. Um, <laughs> not Jake Busey. I'm sorry. I thought that was Jake Busey. <laughs> that, that, you all right? That's not, not That's not Jake Busey. No, that's not. No, no, no. That's I, part, I, thought, I thought that no, was his, bro- his third brother. I was like, did, did Gary Busey have two kids? I didn't know this. I need to get to these jokes. See, we got we got like half naked Carmen Electra running, With like running points. through the yard. <laughs> she gets stabbed. She gets stabbed in the boob, and and Ghostface literally pulls out a full silicone. I felt insulted because I always thought wrong that. that. I felt insulted a little Dude, bit because I don't give a fuck what you say. That 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 joke is still funny. Oh no, 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 no. I hilarious. didn't say no. I didn't say that the joke was bad. I thought that joke was hilarious. No, no, I said I felt insulted a little bit because I just remember at the time that. Like, in my head, I felt at the time that joke would have worked if that was Pam Anderson thinking about that for a second just because, you know, that everybody knew she had fucking fake boobs and stuff. And a lot of us assumed... But yeah, but look, yeah, but look, but look. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. Hold on, CJ. First of all, wasn't that around the time when she got her reduction anyway, so it wasn't oh, really as funny? Because she did get a reduction. But, oh, hmm. but you remember there was a 
but it was a bit of a boobs arm race going at the time. Remember, it was her, Jimmy McCarthy. Mm. Uh, 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 it was uh, Pam Anderson. It was the other boob chick that was on. And that's the thing with Shannon Elizabeth. Like, I, to this day, look, I love American Pie as much as the next person, but I remember dudes losing their fucking minds seeing her tits, and I was just like, I mean, they're cool. I mean, but we saw yeah, Hallie, right. I mean, we saw Holly. <laughs> well, no, Swordfish was after this, but never mind. I was about to say, we saw Holly Berry. We didn't see that shit until after this movie. Never mind. But it was just funny that Shannon Elizabeth was essentially playing the stuck up character that we see in these kind of movies, the, 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 the slasher flicks and stuff. And she played it pretty funny. And no, I think she did a, a great job, especially in her death scene. Like the death scenes are so fucking good. Break when my they come up. Oh, I'm like, Oh, the Jesus. Death, like Shannon, <laughs> Yo, she Shannon, Shannon didn't even play. She didn't even play the victim. She literally played the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it, it was such an awesome fucking send up moment. And then Regina all had me rolling, just playing the like the two faced friend that's like just again the black chick in the movie and stuff like that. Cause <laughs> she had me rolling like, yeah, she she sat there and slept with a backup dancer. Oh my god, Cindy. The whole movie is uh you know based around the idea of uh, a bunch of teenagers uh you know did something uh, uh fucked up adjacent to sex of course and they're being punished for it you know what i'm saying because you have the whole flashback of uh oh you know we, we were hanging out and drinking and driving and you know uh ha having sex and doing all this stuff in the car wh while we're driving the car <laughs> and the, the <laughs> yo the way that shit unfolds just like it, i was doubling over my sides like even though this is a movie that i'd seen like for years, like I know this shit by heart. Whenever that scene starts playing, I can't stop laughing when uh, the dumbass dude, Beef Duck, <laughs> when he puts his head out the window, he's like, yeah, I'm the fucking man. <laughs> and then he gets hit by the fucking beehive. Again, Lois of Loki in the background, Sean Waynes is playing a guy that's gay, but he don't want to admit that he's gay, and they play it pretty damn well. It's actually funny as yeah. hell. There, there's some parts where it's where it's a bit belaboring the joke, like, uh, I think early in the movie, he's like, hey, does this make me look gay? And it's like, nah. And then he does something that's even gayer, and it's like, hey, does this make me look gay? Uh, but, like, more of the joke is that the guy who he's talking to isn't getting it, that he's like, mm, no, no, what, ah, you're what are you good, talking man. about? You know? You know, you, you know it's, yeah. funny that, it's funny you say that, Critic, because there, there is also another like there's a, a few extended scenes like <clears throat> like good example the very first scene that we were introduced to um kurt fuller's character the one who played the cop yeah there's a mm. part when uh when he like when he and the other cop were talking about carmen Electra's character right and they were describing her and they would do they just they just started doing you know the usual oh, guy they, is, uh... they started going into the <laughs> usual guy chat the one and, and only and then that's when, and then that's when Kurt Fuller literally starts air humping the desk. <laughs> now, now that scene was like completely cut out from the work print version, but mm. they kept that scene intact. They also had this other extended scene when, uh, when Cindy and uh, what's her name, Buffy, the like the um, Carmen Electra's character, Carmen Electra, sorry, Shane Elizabeth's character, yeah. were in like when they were staying at her house, and this was after her boyfriend got killed. So they were in her house and they were talking and she literally took a whole pizza and started eating it. And then she goes, well, look, I can make myself skinny no matter what. And then she literally leans over and throws up the pizza that she just ate. Oh, my. oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, I understand why they might have cut that one. 
Yeah, because that, that was the part where they cut to her mom showing up saying, Cindy, telephone. I'm like, first of all, why would Cindy be getting a phone call at her friend's house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just immediately cut to that part. So that's why I still, that's why I have like, I have like very detailed memories of both the work print version as well as the, uh, the, 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 the actual film. I mean, I, ha- I got I, like the DVD I got has deleted scenes and stuff, but that's not one of them. That's kind of, that's kind of interesting if they actually have like those if they actually re-release it and put that on there because i think that's something that would be interesting to have even if it's i think i saw i think i saw like some stuff with the work print on youtube but i just never really paid much attention to it because i thought it was the same stuff but that's kind of interesting oh no no trust me they 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 did like Mm -hmm. a number of things different in the work print i love the fact that you have like extensive knowledge in these work prints in tv cuts because you're real good with that you do that with a lot lot of movies bro i'm waiting for him to bust out the vhs copy bro bro already know look we're gonna do um we're gonna do a like friday in a few weeks from now already know he has something loaded up already know he has something loaded up for that to bring it back though bring it back i want to talk about uh dewey's character i was like the jokes felt a little bit much you know what i'm saying for the, like the special needs character at times like i and in in a way that i felt like whenever i watched when i watched in living color maybe i'm tripping but i always felt like that was handled a little better with handyman you know what i'm saying like you <laughs> know this was, this was basically the over the top version that of was it. two different characters bro true I mean, Handyman was done in a way that it wasn't like it was punching. It was punching up, not punching down. I would say the scary movie character Doofy was like it was hitting that borderline a little bit, where it's like, all right, I, I get yeah. what you're doing, guys, but you kind of I mean, uh, you, no, you would think first of all, you, like first of all, you would think that they were already crossing the line by calling him Special Officer Doofy, <laughs> right? But here's the thing. look. I think it's because, look now. Just be honest. Just be honest. I get it. Um, David Arquette was kind of fucking, you know, slow, but he, <laughs> they took liberties with that thing, man. They took a whole lot of liberties with that. But then again, also, and let's just be real, late 90s, that was kind of the humor to make fun of, you know. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Humor. And, and also, and, and I do have to bring it back, though. I do have to bring it back, though. The whole point of it at the end of the day is that he's not actually special needs. Right, so one could actually make the point that he's playing it up on purpose. Yeah, yeah. When I oh, yeah. I laugh, I laugh at when I saw that scene of him, like you know, like he he got rid of the walk. He uh, he took the mustache <laughs> off. He took the, off the, the usual outfit and everything. You know that that usual suspects ending. I'm like, bro. And then jumps in the That's car true. with Sherry O'Terry, who is actually pretty fucking hilarious in this movie. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely love. Oh, Sherry man, I had a nice game to an understanding. Is not uh, bigger than what it is. Oh I am God. so bad. She's not a bigger star than what she is right now, man. I mean, she. Don't you like the social commentary there? The 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 person who was the murderer was actually helping the media person all along. <laughs> I mean, Sherry and Terry came in at prime, like during the height of Will Ferrell and SNL and stuff, and it just. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of a Ooh, shame. Man, she, didn't, she, didn't, yeah. she didn't she didn't really hit the highs and stuff. And it's like, damn it, that's that's weird. But the whole thing with Doofy, I just loved that whole thing with him and Gil. And then her giving mm. shit to her Hispanic cameraman, who she's like, You the fucking stepped on my shit. Wait, was he Jamaican? The guy- 
<laughs> it was an accident, Gail. I only touched the, the top of the breast. Yeah, that was the line. Yeah, because she, like, she was like, wait, right. she, like, <laughs> she was like, all right, who got the feel? <laughs> who got the feel? Dog, but what had me rolling? And I was oh, like, I shouldn't God. laugh at the scene. But was wait, wait, hold, wait, hold on, wait, right? Hold on, like, wait, hold on, CJ. When he when he said that it was me, like it was me, Gail. I did it. I'm thinking, like, when I saw that scene, uh, critic, I was like, this, yo. I have a feeling he sat on that for the longest time. Has been dying to do it. <laughs> oh no, dog! When they ran away from it's the so problematic to say that now, but it's just thinking back in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. he's been dying to do it. I mean, but dog, like it came out the blue. Yeah, and the whole idea is that he is like her underling, you know, and so like that—that's his one whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because he like shouts at him and shit for the rest of the movie, you know. The, like uh what was that saying he's like this little piggy went to the market this little piggy said no now if this little piggy doesn't run the goddamn camera i'm gonna kick his fucking ass you're all alive <laughs> <laughs> bro i shouldn't laugh at this part but there was a part where they were at the bluffs and old girl was like oh you're on camera she getting murdered right and they're running away from him i shouldn't laugh at the low-hanging fruit that this was supposed to be a parody of um oh, what the fuck was that uh 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 Blair Witch. Blair Witch. But I still yeah. laugh. He's like, hey, hurry your fat ass up. Gail, Gail. And it falls down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say, though, no, the part with the snot coming out, that just grossed me out. I, I never laughed at that part. It was just like, I just always looked away. <laughs> I mean, it was like, all right, you, you guys let the shit go on a little too long on that one. You know what? You, I, and, I mean, yeah, they're doing it on purpose, but it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Put it, like, put Everybody it this way. made like, that joke way too much with the boogers in the snot, man. Put it this way, y'all. <laughs> like, like seriously, put it this way, y'all. The work print version of that is actually less, like, less gross than what we got in the final cut. Well, I, uh. of course, we didn't have to add all that goo. No, no. See, what you no, what they use in no, what they use as a substitute was actually funnier. Like, you could actually see like, like droplets from. Like I guess like a not a spray bottle yeah kind of like a spray bottle like, like literally a just bottle or something like that too. yeah like a saline bottle just dropped down like dr like drops of water it, it was funny <laughs> and, I, and when I saw that I said you know what I think this is actually funnier than what we got in the real movie you reminded me of this other bit by the way uh, critic the part when uh, when she said this little piggy mark like, goes to the market I was thinking about all the other yeah. news all the other newscasters that they that they showed right <laughs> when they cut to the yeah. one. When they cut when they cut to the one that we all know and love, reporting live from Black mm -hmm. TV, the work print version, they actually said reporting live from BET. Oh, they probably got that cease and desist from fucking Bob Johnson <laughs> immediately, like, nah, no, like, you are not gonna fucking put oh BET like that on there. I'm like, when I saw damn. when I heard that line <laughs> BET, I was like, please tell me they kept that. I really hope they kept No, that was gone. But I love that whole God part where he's like, it. white people getting killed, it's time for us to get the fuck up out of here. I'm like, yep. And no, and what made even better was that he, what made even better the dude was in the he was in the van as he was reporting this. He was ready to get out. Dog, they drove and didn't even finish closing the door. That's how fucking hilarious that shit. Just the fact that like the edits that they did for the uh, for the commercial because you know they have uh, Marlon Wayans, the the incomparable uh, uh, the, the is that that's the word I want to use right? Yeah, yeah, incomparable uh, Marlon Wayans. Uh, you know where he's getting interviewed. He's like. Oh shit, son! First cops, now this! I'll be a star! And I remember watching the TV version, like, for the ads. They're like, oh snap, son! 
first cops now this but later on in the movie where they're getting high but you know it looks like they're doing the scene from uh the sixth sense because you see the the um the smoke coming out of his mouth he's like i see dead people and you know the the it comes to the other guy and he holds up the weed and he's like yo this shit is fucking awesome i remember in the ads like they just like edited in such a poorly like animated little like chip you know like a dorito chip and it's just like that's just insulting like i know what that fucking is supposed to be god damn it <laughs> it is me stupid and you're like come on <laughs> oh these chips are awesome like what the fact that they had to go- no the fact that they got that desperate and <laughs> i would say that uncreative <laughs> and use a dorito chip <laughs> They're just like, look, fucking, we just trying to make was. sure this thing gets to the theaters, all right? Bro, Regina, like, there was the one part with, like I said, with, with uh, Marlon Wayne sitting up there doing that. It was the, the build-up to it was what made it for funny. He was like, man, they're interviewing everybody. You know what they're going to do? They're going to get the most ignorant person up in here to sit there and do interviews. Oh, yes. shit, son. I'm like, bro, bro, if that ain't the fucking truth, man. I was like, that was bruh. perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, they, they were in the Dude. theater, and then the theater scene with the whole scare with the with the with the um, scream two. Mo, mo, I, I, that know, the whole shit montage. is so that classic. Thing was hilarious. Like I remember seeing that in scream two, and even I was like, "Oh man, they killed Jada and they killed Omar Epps. That's a damn shame. Damn." Like, for, first of all, when, when uh, Sean excuses himself to go to the bathroom, like, I don't even think that's parodying anything, but just the scene where he walks into the bathroom and you see all the people, like, aiming, you know, for shit, like, treating it like it's a game. Like, there's just such quintessential humor. It's like, every time I go into a bathroom, I think of that, you know, into a public restroom and, like, if there's something on the urinal or something like that that you fucking aim at, you know what I'm saying? Like, like still shocked that they got away with a dick going through a dude's ear. Oh, yeah, the glory hole scene. I, yeah, I, with the... yeah, and it also, like, it doesn't really help the rest of the narrative of the movie because it's, like, he just kind of, he appears later on in the movie with the, with the, like, you know, injury, but, like, but it's never, like, an issue that that happened, you know? And, like, he doesn't get killed. He just gets a dick through his ear. Meanwhile, his actual girlfriend does get killed. Like, it, it's just a weird way they do that. And just the fact that everybody is just celebrating, like, this is for Gandhi. This is for blah. This is oh. for this. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, we're talking during The Fugitive and all the stereotypes of people coming up, the lesbians. This is for Thelma and Louise. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the best part was they're all stereotypes, right? It's, you know, the lesbians are mad at Stelby Louise. The cops mad about the fugitive. It was a fucking Pope looking dude saying, and big mama's house. But yo, it was a fucking Mother Teresa said, she said, yeah, Mother Teresa looking chick says like this. And for talking during boogie nights. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Why is Mother Teresa mad about boogie nights? <laughs> and the Buddhist monkey chops are all Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> Dude, but, oh, the, but the, the whole thing with her in that theater had me rolling because it's every shit that dude brought her own food had barbecue chicken and I like how fucking Sean is oh, looking at her like yo Ray, yo Ray looking at her like did you seriously hot sauce really we're doing this alright cool I guess and then she bootlegging it with the camera like oh I'm gonna show this we watching Shakespeare in love I'm like oh my god now, now CJ you know it was bad you know it was bad when she you know it was bad when oh the other stereotype she was talking on the phone during the movie the other part that was even was, was when like the one, the other person that was uh, that was telling her to be quiet, right? She turns around with the camera pointed at him, saying, I, "Like, yeah, you on camera, you on candid camera now." 
You ain't even know. That, that is a classic lie. Like, my family says that all the time. <laughs> you want candy camera now? Now, now that reminds me. That remind, like, see, like, seeing that scene reminded me of somebody had mentioned, I think it was, uh, like, I was watching just some video on YouTube, right? And somebody said, man, remind me to never, ever get bootlegs again because it was, like, I got a bootleg copy of the Avengers. <laughs> it was so bad that the dude holding the camera turned it around and pointed at himself and said, hey, yo, this is my favorite part right here. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the the, the little uh, preview scene that you see for Amistad 2. <laughs> I fucking hollered at that. It's like, be cool. you know, With Keenan Ivory Wayne's uh, guest appearance. Yo, that shit made me laugh so fucking hard. And it also kind of made me think about, like, just the fact that, like, you know, yeah, when it comes to a historical movie, what do you get for, you know, white people? You get Shakespeare in love. You know, you learn so much about the history and the culture. It's like, yeah, but when it comes to, like, respected black historical movies, it's like slavery or, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like I said, thankfully we got better in that. But, yeah, that was the narrative. It's like, oh, it's Amistad yeah. too. That's what made that uh-huh. that's what made that movie theater scene uh, so, like, so much shorter in the work print because... That Amistad 2 scene wasn't even in it. Yeah, they probably added it in, like, post. Yeah, that, that was definitely like something they added I was trying to remember. There was a, there were some other scenes that, that also happened, too. Like, the scene in the house party where... Um, no, I'm sorry. It was before the house party. It was the was up scene. Bruh. Yeah, I, I thought about that scene. I was like, is anyone going to get this who didn't live in the year 2000? <laughs> This like I think they would get it because like I said the jokes in this movie they were able to get in and out with it so quick and it's not an abundance you remember it. Mm. So it's like when you see the what's up scene yeah. it's like it played it up really good and you laugh at it and you're like all right this is actually pretty damn funny and it's like boom done. We don't even linger it any longer. Yeah, you're right. Like the main joke is that they are stoners who aren't taking the the murderer seriously yeah and so the fact that it is a pop culture reference like you can miss that but still enjoy what's happening in the scene yeah yeah you know who still gets like you know who still kind of gets like not necessarily like any like like he doesn't necessarily get shit for it but the like the one person that somebody always contacts and says hey do you ever feel like they ever copied you was martin Martin Lawrence gets hit with this all the time. Like, did they ever? <laughs> no, I'm that serious. I think it was uh, it was Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel talked about like talked about it on on his show when when Martin was on it and said, you know, we all remember your line was up, right? And he said, yeah. And they just feel yeah. I, like I feel like what they did was they took my line and just stretched it out. I it mean, was it, his it thing. was his thing, but like I gotta admit, like the guys that did it, I like that they were able to still spin it into their own thing eventually. As because they only did like three commercials total, which I think is great because they didn't like at least Budweiser was smart enough not to beat it into the fucking ground and stuff. They was like, no, we're gonna do three commercials total, and that's it. What was it? Uh, oh my god, the talent show contest! I can't forget about that one because that's one of those scenes where it's like, God, the black chick has literally they braided, she braided. Her fucking pussy hair. I that was... fucking lost it. Oh my god! Yeah. If you didn't catch it, see, you will never catch it thing. until my cousin did. We were watch- okay, so we watched it on home video, right? And my cousin caught it. And I was like, no way, they didn't do that. Rewind it, pause it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. They did that. How did I miss this? Yo. It's even, it's even worse in the work print version. <laughs> because she's not... For one oh thing, no. It's- 
No, for one thing, it's like a patch. <laughs> and, on t- and then on top of that, on top of that, she's not wearing any underwear, which was really worse. <laughs> no, and they had beads on it. That's what had me really rolling. I'm like, bro. They put they put the hair beads on it. I was losing it. I was like, how did I not catch this? Like, just the little ad libs and shit that happens like around the scene that like have been caught up in my brain. Like when uh the, the absolute I think like the apex of the movie when uh uh you know you have her like acting like she's gonna act out a scene and then she looks up to the balcony and sees her boyfriend getting killed and she's like no she's killing he's killing him why won't any of you fucking help and the audience is just like oh that's pretty good yo what <laughs> <This is> amazing. <laughs> I am unable to fucking control my laughter when that scene is happening. And then afterwards, where she fucking wins and is like, uh, it's like, hey, you won. And it's like, oh my God, I won. And then another girl comes up and is like, hey, your boyfriend is dead. And it's like, who cares? Loser. <laughs> and pushes her out of the way. And then she accepts her award. And you hear the guy singing in the background. Have you guys like really paid attention to what he's saying? <laughs> he's like, here she comes. What a great behind. <laughs> Universe, doggy style anytime. She's got the behind behind. <laughs> the Dawson's Creek shit. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have been laughing as much as I did, but the fact that James Vanderbeek came up and was like, oh shit, wrong set. Mouth. <laughs> I love that scene. See, that's what that's what surprised me. That surprised me a lot when James Vanderbeek showed up in the in the like in the final cut of that movie, because in the work print, oh uh, in the work print he wasn't even there. Oh my god, that shit worked. He's like Well, isn't that what like like the Waynes brothers do that with their movies. Like they'll randomly have someone who actually is from the genre of movie they're making fun of appear, and they'll be like, "What the fuck?" Like, it, like, like in "Don't Be a Menace," uh, they had that one dude, you know, who does the walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you must not hurt me, partner. Like that dude. Like he's in an actual grown up in the hood movie, and then he shows up in this movie. He's like, "Hey, you're not actually supposed to be here. Wait a minute." <laughs> oh man, I'm still wilding out because apparently, like, they wanted, and I remember this specifically. The Waynes brothers actually wanted to use Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie for the beginning segment of the film. That would have been so good. And it couldn't oh, get, they couldn't, they couldn't get her so because good. of scheduling conflicts. I was like, damn it, that would have been fucking that great. That would have been mm. so good if they got Jamie Lee Curtis. I would have loved that. Because you know she had been game for this, man. You know she had been game for it. Like, oh, I get to make fun of this? All right, cool, let's go. I mean, come, I mean, come on, this is Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> this, is the, this is the same woman who came to Evo dressed as Vega. Yeah. And no one <laughs> knew it was her. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, it's <laughs> they, they definitely they definitely would have sat there doing. But like, I know I mentioned at the beginning the whole thing. Well, actually, we didn't start recording at that point. So there was a character in this movie called Miss Man, and I remember <laughs> watching it as a kid. Just watching yeah. it at the time, I laugh. Right, I still laugh to see now. But I was sitting back like, oh, they would have got torn apart <laughs> right now if they put this out. Yeah. The whole scene Black. is, it's funny just in the sense of like, it's low-hanging fruit funny when she opens her legs and the balls hang out. I was like, okay, I laughed. That's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, the gross-out 90s humor of it, you know. Yeah. But, and, and wasn't there a joke alluded to it where it's like, oh, uh, don't take horse tranquilizers uh, and try to win a bet or something like that? Like, they tried to give some sort of like... No, no, I remember. I remember. I remember, Critic. The joke was, remember, always... Wipe front to back, and <laughs> yep. the other. Like, and remember, and never ever let anyone tell you that shaving your pubic hair will rid you of crab infestation. 
Everybody's just looking at yeah, me like, like I was like, God, that is disgusting. That is horrible. Oh, the bit of the cheap joke of the thank you for ball. I mean all your help. It's just like ah, all right. It was so cheap, but I let it go. Remember the scene where she okay, the scene where she leaves. I mean, they they walk out of the school and you know it, it smash cuts to a, a teacher on top of the building like I'm gonna jump. I can't take these shit in teenagers anymore. <laughs> and and she and a parents walks out. Yeah, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? She she literally spun around in circles like three times doing it. What am I waiting for? What am I waiting her, for? Her mannerisms. <laughs> Fuck you. Bam. Fuck you. Her mannerisms in general, like at the ends of scenes, like at the tail ends of scenes and stuff like that, she'll do like a runaway thing where it's just like her flailing her body in a silly, exaggerated way. Marlon Wayne's had like one of the best moments in them, like from that scene, the what are you waiting for part, when he says, oh man. I said, this, I said, this is so familiar. It's like I've seen this. Like, this is super familiar. What, somebody got killed at your like at your last high school shorty? Nah, it was in this movie Scream. Like, the same scenario. Everything happened the exact same way. She's crazy, So, man. like, it's just crazy. So how, like, so how did the ending go? I don't Hanging know. that lampshade. So, and then he said, no, what made it great was uh, Cindy asked, so, like, so how did they get out of it? I don't know. Some niggas started shooting up the movie theater, so we just broke out. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> No doubt. No doubt. Like, like he was supposed. This was supposed to be his helpful moment, and he just kind of like, yeah, man, that was crazy though. <laughs> the one scene that I think is like the most not really like funny is the jizz scene, where it's just like, and maybe you have to know what the reference is, but I, I think I just didn't see that movie. But it was just kind of like, oh, they're having sex, and oh, oh, the the you know Anna Faris is being really sexually aggressive. Like it's it's this thing in like '90s comedies where like a woman being sexually aggressive is in and of itself funny. You know what I mean? Sydney's dad was also fucking hilarious when he was like, yeah, I gotta go down to Mexico because you know Uncle Escobar, you know he's having problems. He had to break some guy's legs, so I'm gonna have to go down there and settle this. <laughs> uh, and remember, use baking soda, not baking powder, because if you do, uh... right, baking powder will make guys' uh, mouths puff up like like mothballs or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you like that joke, honey? You like that ever since you were two years old? I was like, what? Wait a minute. <laughs> And isn't that actually, like, a reference to, like, because in the original, like, Scream movie, wasn't the idea that the parents, like, also did some fucked up shit, and so they are, like, paying for it because of that, you know? I think it was her, yeah, her mom apparently was, like, sleeping around town, basically, and her, yeah, mom, yeah. her mom basically fucked up Skeet Orks' uh, character's family up and stuff, like, his dad slept with Cindy's mom and shit, and it broke the family up and stuff, and this is his revenge, and I'm like... This is very long form revenge. Like, Jesus Christ, man. I mean, dude, that's it, it, it is interesting how so many movies are about, like, you know, especially 90 movies, 90s movies are about, like, you know, divorce and the destruction of the family. You know, <laughs> this is what happens. Oh, look, you got you to realize, but you got to realize that's what white people were going through at those times divorce and family. <laughs> yeah, what? And, and people family coming out the closet. Split up? That is the. 
when you think about it, that is the longest long game in in horror movie history. Bro, that's a long game like a motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna fuck, yeah. I'm gonna fuck Sydney, and then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna tie her dad up, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like, and I love that because, like, in a way, the way it's so convoluted, it's like if it's bad writing, we're actually just making fun of the fact that these movies are kind of badly written because. You know, a lot of these horror movies are written behind the premise of it. Wouldn't it be scary if someone did this and then did this and then did this? And then you kind of have to come up with the motivation for why someone would do something so elaborate, like afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like it's more about the roller coaster ride than it is about the actual logic of someone who would actually do all of this shit. You know what I'm well, saying? If that's what makes the long game and, and scream. And even I know what you did last summer. Like, man, this is like the most elaborate ass fucking revenge. Yeah, like, Jesus like yeah, like if I got hit by a car. I'm not trying to find the fucking teenagers who did it afterwards. I would just maybe just go to a hospital and try to, you know, move on about my life. <laughs> when he finally tells Cindy, like, uh, I guess he finally comes out, basically, and says, that's right, Cindy, I'm gay. And you know who, like, you know what else? So is Ray. <laughs> Sean Wayne is just, like, he got straight real hot fast and said, what? Yeah. Hey, gay. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> What about that time we did blah blah blah? He goes, he goes, like, oh, it's a, yeah, you are, man. You took me to that club, so they play good music. music. But you took me to San, <laughs> like, what about a trip to San Francisco? I wanted to go <laughs> shopping, but you made love to me. First of all, you suck my whatever, man, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that weird like thing in the nineties, I guess, where it's just like, oh, wait, it's not gay if you technically do the thing with it. The- that was actually no that's the that's the classic twist of that stuff from the 90s the character that you think is obviously gay turns out he was never gay the whole time the officer he shows Cindy pictures of him in like a fucking damn <laughs> yeah, oh my god he, he, was like, he was like yeah which one do you prefer left or right it looks like it's supposed to be this serious concern and he passes her over the folder and she opens it up, just sees him like in his underwear with a fucking cowboy hat on or something, and she's like, Oh no, no. He like, took it oh, back. No, that Take a look at this again. You sure? Are you sure? No? Alright, cool. Make sure. We're good. We're good. Oh my god. And then uh so n- near the end, um you see uh uh well th- there's the Matrix parody, but again, when I think about it, it's such a like scary movie was such a great movie because it's like all these things that feel like oh everyone's done this joke but when you look at it historically like they kind of did it first like they were really fucking quick about that shit you know what i'm saying because like matrix was 99 this was like 2000 like they were doing this shit quick and also it actually made sense within what they were doing in the film because you know what they were sending up is the whole idea of you know the final girl in a horror movie and how all of a sudden the girl who was mousy and scared like all of, out of butt fucking nowhere she can do all the things that are required to you know take down the bad guy you know what i'm saying so it's like they're satirizing like they're doing the parody of the movie but it's for the purpose of sending up this genre trope that know? was real and that was really good storytelling right there that was good writing for that scene yeah yeah just you know it's kind of funny because it's true like i think the best one is like dev campbell and scream because she gets she goes complete op at the very end of the movie like she like she knows everything. No I'm like what? I hated that shit. I hated the end of the screen just because she got out of that situation way too oh, easy. Love you did did it, and I know what you did that summer twice. It's like, wait, oh wait, my god! You <laughs> did it too. So we come to find out that oh, the killer wasn't you know the killer wasn't who they thought it was, and then once they finally figured out that doofy. Oh, uh, like wasn't who he was, and he takes off with Sherry O'Terry. We see 
Oh, <laughs> we see Cindy give off the longest no. <laughs> and then gets hit by fucking Shorty getting hit. But no, 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 no. That's the second. That movie. was in the second. <laughs> Damn. No, yeah, because he's dead. It had to be the 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 mom and dad from the beginning, right? Because what they hit, they hit their daughter Carmen Electra, and the mother comes up. It's like, what's going on? Uh, nothing. <laughs> and then, oh my god, it's so gross. He pushes her head back down, and you actually hear like a oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bruh, bruh. When I heard. I heard that and I said, yep. Dude, I'm sorry. I still laugh at the fact that old boy literally walked. Like, the fact that she was like, it was Doofy. Shit face? Shit brain or something like that? And then they both run out. And, stuff. <laughs> and the fact that he did, yeah, like. like and then, uh, wait, when she, when she drops the, uh, the coffee and it has, like, Doofus uh, Incorporated written on the back of it or something like that. Because, like, in the movie Usual Suspects, the idea is that he was just looking around the room and, like, making up shit, you know, uh, just from what he saw. And so, like, <laughs> the, just the fact that there's no real reason why it says Doofus on the back, but it's just kind of there. <laughs> oh, and and also, also, I like the little touch they did. Uh, he was giving, at, right at the end, right before Doofy leaves, he gives uh, the, the police chief a file, and there's, like, red stuff all over it but then you see his hand and he's got like a jelly donut and it's like ah <laughs> yeah that's what was happening <laughs> you know then we, then we wrap up we have the ending um you know you find out they're in cahoots all that stuff happens and then you see at the end I, my favorite fucking touch to it because i felt like marlon wasn't in the movie enough you know you hear the scary movie music start playing but then it cuts to like him uh looking at a camera and he's like all right guys you know there's only like there's three rules to getting out of this sort of situation you know like uh one don't look back two don't fall down and three whatever you do keep running all right, y'all. Wish me luck. Snatch and run, everybody! <laughs> and it just turns out he's in a fucking convenience store. <laughs> that was a great fucking way to end it. <laughs> that misdirection. But uh, and then of course you hear fucking scary movie playing over the the goddamn theme. Jesus Christ, that really was a good ass fucking song. <laughs> yeah, there's one lyric where he goes like, um, what are the Eminem's like? You rap knowing you whack. You act up that I'm throwing you down a flight of stairs that I'm throwing you back up them. If they don't like the track, fuck them. I was like, God damn, Eminem. Dude, that whole song was actually still pretty damn good. I, I was like, because I, I remember hearing it. I was like, damn, Eminem fucking going hard in the paint. And then somebody told me, he's like, oh yeah, that's one of his, like, he did the song for the movie. But apparently it was also kind of like based off of him and Royce back before, you know, he got found. I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty dope. You know, it was just. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think it, it really did feel like a, like, you know, the Wayne's brothers like had their finger on the pulse of like, Oh no, this is a dope rapper. Like get him on this thing. Like imagine if they would have went full tilt with that and had like an actual music video promoting it and shit. Like that would have been so fucking cool. You I know? wish they did that. If they actually like, if they had like a full feels, video, that would have been great. Cause it seems like that's what they were going for. I mean, the song's called scary movies. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. And this was like around the tail end when, uh, like this was around the tail end of movie soundtracks being a thing. Yep. Still, there should have been a video, some kind I mean, of video for right that song. The, I, I want to say it was right at the cusp of Marshall Mathers LP. It was. It really was. Yeah, That's I what I'm that, saying. That had come out later that year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or, no, it, it had just come out that year. It had just came. Yeah, you're right. It had just Voices came out. It never felt like it took off like that. Because I remember when the Bad Meets Evil album came out in 2010, and they had like the ad, you know, that was like uh that there was an ad that was using the song that they originally did together 
and, and like you, like sampling the intro, you know, that sounds like a Western and shit. And I remember listening to that and being like, hey, there wasn't even a first album. Is this the first album? Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> what the fuck happened? And if you look back, and you, like they made like an EP together of like three songs. And on the cover of the album, it's like these two hot chicks that look like they're supposed to be in like King Magazine or something like that. It's like, wow, this, this must have been really before Eminem got his, uh, you know, branding yep. right, you know? <laughs> That's wow. why, you know what? It was and I'm straight so- up underground cover. It was straight up an <laughs> underground cover. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know what? This is the reason why I'm glad we actually had, uh, like, why we had this podcast. Because I, you know, I've actually sat on that for a good minute. I'm like, you know what? I'm glad we actually talked about this. I was hoping that you would bring up that song, and I'm glad you did. That's why I had to put two and two together. Because they are literally within a year, of, like a year separation. And I'm like, we got robbed of this, but was given fight music, and nobody remembers fight music. I'm, you know what? I'm still amazed about. You know what? The, the thing I'm amazed about scary movie is that like, it came out during the summer, like literally after Fourth of July weekend. I remember it very vividly, and I just remember all the marketing and everything, just the marketing push for this movie. And this is Miramax. Yep. This is Miramax doing. Because I remember I could not see that movie, and it was the movie I wanted to see. Yeah, and everybody like, went to go see it, and it was just like it was it, it was it was just funny that it was this time that everybody was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna see a scary movie," and you just all you heard was talks from everybody like, "You gotta see this movie," and I just I mean, Miramax did the did a hell of a job fucking marketing this movie. Yeah, I mean, so well that they uh, pushed like that was the whole thing behind Scary Movie Two and how it had came out so quickly because the the studio was like, "Hey, y'all made that first one really quick, now do it again." <laughs> <laughs> and make us more money, goddammit. The second one did pretty damn good too. They was like, you know what? I see the I see the pattern here. Nah, we ain't doing the third one, dog. Nope. Which, yeah, exactly. You guys are just trying to make us fucking workhorses and do your little fucking joke movies once every year. Which kind of cir- like which again it circles back to Eminem. He puts out my name is and then literally a year later, they expected him to put out a like another song to top my name is. And he he gives us the real slip shady. It's like, yeah, you want me to do? That? Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, and in and in, in the album, he actually has a song. What is it? Uh, I am whatever you say I am. Like in that song, he says like I'm not gonna be able to top what my name is. <laughs> He's just like, look, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that. And then he immediately does it. But it's funny that Regina Hall stuck around for like the next two, like for all four of the movies and stuff. I was like, oh, he stuck around. Hey, hey Regina Hall in the goddamn Wait, was she, was she in the fifth movie? Or no? Uh, did they do a fifth no, movie? No, she was not. No, she wasn't. No, okay. she wasn't. She was no, she wasn't. One. I know that one for sure, which is at least the third or fourth one. Nah, yeah, she wasn't in the fifth I one. I think that was nah, the she wasn't. fourth one. I think that was. Dude, I saw all of them. And I don't remember the last three. I not for nothing. Because they were all the same fucking joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's so weird because, like, the Zucker brothers came in, and you'd think that they're like, hey, these are the guys who, like, made Airplane. They're, like, the originators of satire comedy, you know, as far as, like, the modern uh, c- comedy is concerned. What you find out? Huh? They're fucking hacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the worst part was not just because what they did the scary movie, but the three other movies, disaster movie, superhero movie, <laughs> like... All the rest yeah. of it were just complete trash. I feel bad, I feel bad like, for Leslie Nielsen, like, man. Wow. Like, Leslie Nielsen was the funniest person in those movies. It's like, God bless her, man. It's like... Because, but here's the thing about oh. that. Leslie Nielsen is a fucking professional. Even yeah, if you give him is. shit, he will make that shit work. Even if you <laughs> oh, give him crap, he will make it work. 
did you see the American Carol uh thing that the Zucker brothers did in their in their late stage of uh trying to still be funny where they brought down Leslie Nielsen with them? It was like this parody of uh it's like an American parody of uh uh what was that movie? Uh, uh you know, a Christmas Carol where it's like, "Oh, but but it's during the Bush era when, you know, there were some people that were still kind of cool with Bush." Like and Kelsey so it's like, Kelsey "Oh, we're making fun of Michael Moore." I did yeah. it. Yeah. Like, the so yeah, Dennis Hopper and, and, top... and Kelsey Grammer was in it and John Voight was in it. I remember it now. Yep. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was it was pretty bad. <laughs> and you just wanted to be like, wow is this happening? And and I was like fifteen or something at the time. We rented it at Blockbuster. And I remember watching it and be like, but but you guys made good things. You're not supposed to make bad things. <laughs> the last, the real I'm talk, sorry, real I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chris, no, circle back. Chris, you said Kevin Sorbo's in it. That's on par with him, okay? Yeah. I, I expect Did you hear what right. Critic just said? Did you hear what Critic just said? The nigga said Dennis Hopper. Immediately I go, <laughs> actually, that's on par with him. Now, hold on, that's on par with him, too. Remember, he did Super Mario <laughs> Brothers and a bunch of duds in the 90s. So... But the thing about the Zucker, know, Brothers, man, but the Zucker Brothers, though, what was wild is that the last, really, to be honest with you, before Scary Movie, their last good movie was literally Basketball. And I actually don't even put that on them so much as I put it on um, Old I mean, yeah, South, that Park. Was South Park. Boys. Yeah. Say, don't you put that yeah. on them. Don't you put that on them. You know what? To be fair, I will give them Scary Movie 3. I'll give them I Scary give Movie 3. High. That was a little bit. Fuck fun. it. I give them High School High. Yeah, you know... Okay, high school high was okay, good. High school okay, no, yeah. high school high was bad, but it was funny. It was yeah. funny though. Yeah, it's one of those ones where it's like we know this isn't a great one, and we're waiting for a, for a Wayne's Brothers movie, but we'll take this in the meantime. Like, yeah, yeah. John Voight. John, well, I said John Voight. Uh, John Lovitz had like f was funny as shit in that movie. It just he he was uh, he was another one that made mm. that shit work. So I was like, all right, this is actually pretty funny. Yeah, yep, it's funny. So, like, it's one of those movies. Like, I'm not gonna watch Dangerous Minds again because I feel like that's so like. You know, uh, the white girl coming into the hood and making their lives better, but played completely unironically. But at least with like the oh, joke that movie, fucking movie at all. With fucking... <laughs> why was Michelle Pfeiffer in Gangsters Paradise staring down Coolio like she gonna fucking punch him? Yeah, it's like... not good. Yeah, like what exactly the fuck is Michelle Pfeiffer gonna do in helping the hood? Like, <laughs> that's what I loved about that video. By the way, I'm like, so Coolio. Did you ask for Michelle Pfeiffer, or did the director ask for Michelle Pfeiffer? No, 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 no. I think that was one of those, like, 90s music video moments where they were like, oh my god, we're gonna get the actual person in the movie in the music video, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it's, it's just, it, I'm sorry, and then, I'm sorry. This, I know it's, it's a different anger. movie. I'm still, it was I'm, on, nigga. I'm, it still, was I'm on. still laughing. Yeah, but it... <laughs> I'm still laughing. I'm sorry. Like, the whiteness at the end of Dangerous Minds is what bugs the fuck out of me because Hispanic dude gets killed by a rival game member. I'm leaving the school at the end of the semester, and I'm like, wow, that is the most whitest shit I have ever seen in my fucking life. That's what did it, huh? That was the straw. Like, that's what did it? That was the straw that broke the camel's back, I see. Okay. <laughs> the kid getting killed. This school system can't do shit. I'm like, you do realize your whiteness can help the school. Oh, f fuck the kids, huh? All right, cool. Got see, it. 
See, now I'm thinking about other, uh, you know, white savory movies like, you know, you know, Hardball. Anyone remember that uh, special little film? Also, I think Michael B. Jordan would like to forget the fact that he was in that movie because everybody brings it up. And I'm like, oh, shit, he oh, was yeah. in that movie, wasn't he? <laughs> yep. Man, that's what, man, you know Michael B. Jordan. Like, man, that's back when I couldn't act. All right, slow up. You didn't know how to act until <laughs> Creed 2. <so> slow up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now you have me interested. As D, as, as D said, I'm interested. I'm like, I need to I need to download the uh, torrent of this uh, scary movie work print version now. Definitely need to see that. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Who makes a good point? Because, I, like I say, every time we talk about cer- certain ones, I like, you know what? I got to see that. Me and D are you like, like I rookies in this shit. Because the only work print me and D have seen is that fucking Wolverine Origins one. That's like our like, oh, rookies. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I have seen... Actually, I have seen a few work prints myself. Oh, really? I have seen some. It's just that. It's just that. Let's just be honest. You you're talking to a nigga with a busted busted Mazda. DJ Sue is the nigga with a Benz. Mm-hmm. You're not talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it, but I don't know it. So you want to talk to that motherfucker, not me. I, I do. I do want to say because, uh, and this is actually also for uh, for you, critic. If you ever want to get in on this, I have one. One full copy of an episode of a show that was produced by, um, <clears throat> by by Arsenio Hall. This was, and this was this also came out in the nineties, of course. I I showed D and I showed D and CJ the Party Machine. Nigga, hey, the Party Machine. It's called the Party Machine. It is exactly what it is. A bunch of people in nineties clothes dancing. Yeah. It's yeah. Blair sticker- Underwood. Was Blair, yeah, the the one I have has Blair Underwood in it. Nia Peoples was the uh she was the star of the show. I mean she was the host of the show. And this was a show that came on right after Arsenio Hall show. Yeah. Now the show what, what, the show what was the be- premise. The premise of it, it was so it was, like, I was I, I was just gonna say that thing. I was gonna say think of it as like like think of it as like a young adult late teens version of Soul Train, but it's supposed with to be more hip. Oh my god! With, hey, hold on, hold on. With a tiny bit of gentrification, <laughs> just a little bit, not a whole. Oh, just a tiny. Can you really, can you really call it gentrification? I mean, it, no, this no, was no, his it, show. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It, no, it wasn't gentrification. But there were more white people on there than you think there should. <laughs> No, hold on. Critic, here's the best part. The white pe- no, the white people that can dance went to this show. <laughs> oh, yes, they did. <laughs> These motherfuckers was going. Except that one white guy. He was bad, but you know what? Fuck it. He just did a line of coke. He's having the greatest time of his life. You can't even say nothing to that motherfucker, man. That one <laughs> white guy with the baseball mustache and <laughs> the Yo, there's no affirmative there's no affirmative action in black spaces you just got to be good at the shit if you are good at the shit then you get up you know what i'm saying be be good or have you confidence know. in your whiteness that will turn you exactly, cool exactly that's it that if if anything if there's anything that eight mile taught us <laughs> walk, walk comfortably in your whiteness <laughs> But uh, thank you guys for joining me, uh, and thank you for uh, listening, you out there. Uh, you, it's weird, like, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you guys, but, like, wait, there's the invisible motherfuckers who... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> who are eventually going to hear this shit, I got to say something too. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you're listening to this, you know, please subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on the apps, all those things podcasts tell you to do. Uh, definitely check out the Review a New Patreon where you can hear every other episode uh, that's not publicly available. Uh, thanks to, you know what I'm saying, the Three Black Geeks crew. Definitely follow them on all, the, on all their socials, you know what I'm saying, that you heard earlier. And until next time, it's the Review a New Podcast telling you that I'm a badass nigga. There ain't nobody I love the ice cold, Debbie, because I'm the fucking killer. Badass nigga, there ain't nobody. Ice cold.